You're listening to the Rad Podcast. Explore wealth. Different model, a different way, different way of doing business. Mm-hmm. Parts of the country, twenty four seven, seven days a week. I was just done with the gurus. If somebody gives me thirty to fifty thousand dollars, that should be a lifetime relationship for Podcast Nation. Because if you give me that kind of money, I have an obligation, in my opinion, a responsibility to see you. Succeed. Hey, hello everyone. Welcome to Five Minutes with Dutch. Usually, because I'm long-winded, it lasts a lot more than five minutes. It lasts twenty minutes, twenty-five minutes. So um, today's, you know, talk. Today's conversation is all about, you know, protecting yourself in your investing, protecting yourself in your journey it's setting up um your life for success in this game because what i found over the years is i see a few things with real estate investors one i see uh investors who are really struggling to pull the trigger um prior to 2014 we were running our live auction experiences and students were loving them they were going to the live auction experiences they're spending you know four days five days with us and they were going through this journey and it was a lot of fun and occasionally we'd have a student buy a property at an auction and that was kind of it and i was kind of paying attention i wasn't really going on the auctions we had a coach working for us who was running the auctions and i decided you know what i really you know success rate is one of the most important things to me for our students like massively important so i went down and attended an auction in 2014 with with our students and I watched as about 40 properties went at the auction that were underneath our max bids. I mean, tremendously under our max bids, like 20% under our max bids, and that our students had the money to buy. And we had done all the due diligence. As a matter of fact, a few of those houses, we had talked to the renters and been invited inside or the owners and had a full walkthrough and had a really good in-depth look at what the houses were. And nobody was pulling the trigger and I was talking to the students afterwards and I was like, what's going on here? Um, you know, I, I need to understand this. And, and what it got down to is they had a lot of fear. They had a lot of fear was once they bought the property, what could go wrong? They had fear from, from previous experiences in buying property. They had a fear that, that, that they wouldn't know what to do. And so they had all these post-purchase fears that were jumping in on them and, and most of them were fear, false expectations appearing real. And so, you know, we began to work on taking a system or, or paying, paying more close to the system of protecting our students as they're investing in. And I see different people make mistakes in their investing on a re- regular basis. One of the things I see um, a lot of students or a lot of people make mistakes is they start watching these trainings, they start watching these webinars, and there's a lot of get quick rich stuff, a lot of sit on your couch, Um, hit the remote control with your thumb and suddenly a real estate deal is going to get done and they're you know being taught transactional real estate and they're being taught right now kind of real estate and yeah you want to make good decisions and you want to make it good investments right now Um, but you need to be able to take a look at investing buying houses you know let's say you want to build cash flow you want to build wealth even if you're doing short-term game things to build more cash then you want to take that cash and reinvest it into long-term cash flow and long-term wealth. And so in this business, protecting yourself as you make those investments is really, really important. And so we shifted our auctions forever. And, and, and how we shifted them was the first thing we did is we provided a support team in the cities. And, and so the support teams were the, were the rehabbers, uh, the lenders, 
the the uh, the the real estate agents, the the team of professionals to work work the deals, the property management to be able to work the deals in the cities. Because I think I see a lot of investors get killed with virtual real estate. Um, one of the things we're going to do is start switching our Thursday kind of commentary on um, Thursday commentary on uh, Facebook to just talking about things that that bug me or, or, or bother me and 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 I think it's the selling of the dream that isn't a reality is is probably one of the most frustrating things to me that I see out there in the world and what I'm talking about is this dream that you're going to work from Pittsburgh and invest in in Toledo Ohio with no team no property management no no mortgage broker, no rehab team, and 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 just just not have the support that you need. You know, managing properties, you know, rehabbing properties are 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 work, and and so having the proper teams is really really important. And at the same time, if you don't know them, if you couldn't trust them, you know, basically with your life, if you don't if you don't have experience with them, then it's really hard to trust those virtual people. And so, you know, I was talking with Sarai, one of our uh, Inner Circle members, the other day, and, and we were working on a project with her, and she saw a house in St. Louis, and she lives in West Palm, Florida. She's like, yeah, I can buy it for $13,000, and it needs to be rehabbed. You know, it's gonna need like $39,000 in rehab, and, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, 13 and 39, that's 52,000. I was like, well, Sarai, what's the maximum value of that property is worth? She's like, it's worth 60, but at a rent like 900 a month. And she's like, I really think, you know, this is a good deal to get into. And we've walked through many different deals that have a ton more equity than that. And and what I found was, is, is she was just being sold on this grass is greener idea. The grass is greener somewhere else. There's a better investment somewhere else. And I was like, so right, we run multiple rehab teams in the cities that we focus our efforts on. And even for us, rehabs can, can go a, sh a little bit astray or rehabs can get a little bit off. And so for her to, to think that she's never, doesn't know anybody in a city and then she's gonna be able to invest in a city and, and then pray that nothing goes wrong is, is just a way to get, get absolutely slaughtered in this business. I've seen more people hurt by that system, by that process than anything else. So the question comes down to what do you do? You know, how do you, how do you truly, truly get the experience? I tell a lot of our students that early on if it's let's say your first rehab or your first couple of rehabs or and you don't have a lot of hardcore contracting and, and construction or or carpentry or electric or plumbing kind of background and history which a lot there's an, some of our investment partners do and at the same time I find that if you be willing to pay a little bit more to get the job done right um, check your ratings check your Angie's list check your um, Yelp check make sure that the people that that you're going to do this work with have high ratings they have a lot of people talk to um one or two people that they've uh done work for ask to see pictures of the work that they've done if if you don't have if somebody doesn't have before and after pictures they're not a full-time rehabber who's really having success and really doing this business because these are the questions that you ask to protect yourself when you're hiring people to do deals if someone's trying to wholesale you a deal in a city in order and you want to buy it as an investment then then what you want to be able to do is find two or three other deals or one other deal at least that that person has wholesaled to someone else and made sure everything was there um, I personally would never buy a property never buy a piece of real estate unless I've been able to look touch and feel it 
Um, if I haven't been able to look, touch, and feel it, my, my belief is, as you're asking for a bunch of unknowns, that you're, that you're just going get, to get, get smashed with. Um, and always allow for more work to be done on the property than, than what you accounted for. Because there's always the surprises. And anytime there's a larger rehab or even a half, half rehab, you, there's going to be bigger things that come up, bigger, bigger transgressions, bigger problems. Um, I've never met a real estate investor who does this full time, who rehabs a lot of properties that at some point in time didn't have a rehabber disappear with some of their money. Um, I've never in my entire life met a single one. So I'm driving that point home to you, is that, that this next point is, is critical, it, it's huge, it's super important, is when you're dealing with contractors, we put them on a four payment scale. Um, and that four payment scale is there, there's an initial payment to begin the work and start the work. So I find people in life struggle with this and so contractors are going to fit into the same category some people start struggle with with finishing stuff some people struggle with starting stuff some people they struggle with with the implementation once they've started something um, some people are procrastinators these are all things that you find in any contractor and so we've got to counteract that in managing, operating, and running them. So this is one of those ways we protect them is we put them on that four payment scale. And so we have a first release in order to get started. We have two other releases in the middle, which are the larger two releases of money. And then we have our third release, I mean our fourth release of money, which is usually a finishing amount of money, which is only paid as a finish. And it's usually a chunk, but it's usually small. So in a $40,000 rehab, I might do 7,500 to start the rehab. Um, I might do more than 10,000 for the two middle ones, and then I might do, do, do the rest on the last one, right? So I might do 7,500, I might do uh, uh, 15,000, I might do 12,500, and then I might do 5,000 for the finishing, finishing rehab. Um, and, and I don't know any rehab in my entire life where the person managing up in the reading the rehab doesn't do a walkthrough at the end and point out 11 things that have to be cleaned up because sometimes you get people who are really good at making stuff look pretty but then they're not really good at the nuts and bolts of making sure everything runs and operates good and so for me I'd rather have a, a contractor that makes sure everything runs and operates good i.e. plumbing i.e. electric um, i.e. making sure windows slide up and down and toilets flush um, than somebody who, who, who has the, the most polished finishing product of all time um, because then I can always bring in a cleaner, I can bring in someone else to make sure the final clean, the final push is there. Um, is it perfect in an ideal world to have someone that does everything? Yes. If they're an individual, small rehabber, small contract with just them and you know a very small crew of, of two or three people, there's no chance that they fit into a jack of everything. Um, and so as you're investing, um, I'd be willing to pay more um, for, for your rehab, for, for, your, for, your, for more of a uh, someone who just has a track record and history you can stand behind and so you know we go into these cities and we're constantly looking like we've invested in houston for a long time and we all know it's happened with hurricane harvey in houston and and so when you're when you're looking at houses we have a really in-depth training um, on evaluating houses when we go and take a look at them and and we're getting them for auctions and those kind of things so i recommend taking a look at that um, we're, we were blessed that our tenants are safe that our team is safe uh, there in Houston, and we've sent some extra help down there to help with help with help people and do those kind of things. But you know, we have we have a, a scalability when we invest virtually, where we have you know one house, five houses, ten houses. Now we have 34 houses 
um, in Houston. And so, so for us, you know, there's, there's exposure to those kind of things. And so anytime, you know, we're doing this business, another way for you to protect yourself is just be on a regular basis, be double checking your properties, be double checking your insurances. Um, and, and you might, you know, believe you have insurance. You might believe that, you know, it wasn't canceled, but you have to check things and, and you have to make sure. Another thing you might want to do from time to time is, is make a small claim um, to your insurance companies to see how they respond, how do they re react, um, how do they, how do they um, engage you in the process, you know, do they just automatically deny, you know, what is, what is their process to protect you. So, you know, we do a, a really in-depth, long training on, on evaluating the deals in order to protect yourself and get into them. Um, it's five minutes with me today. Um, everybody have a blessed week, and we will talk with you real, real soon. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Rad Podcast, an exploration of wealth. For more information, please visit our website, www.raddiversified.com. We'd love to hear from you. Please leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. 